goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Monday Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you would like to be part of today's program, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9200. We have plenty of news, of course, over. There are so many items to try to get to. Of course, the situation overseas in Israel continues to be a perilous one for many. The impact here is that 2,000 United States of America military members are being told to be prepared to deploy. To the Middle East. We have already sent a carrier group over. Another is expected as a show of force and a show of deterrence. We will get to that. President Joe Biden has said that Israel reoccupying Gaza would be a mistake. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was over met with Egyptian and Saudi leaders, got a cold shoulder, was kept waiting on Saturday for over, and, and then rescheduled, and got a cold shoulder from Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. He rejected Blinken's call to support Israel's counteroffensive moves in the Gaza Strip. Israel has announced also, my friends, that they are going to begin evacuating residents living near Lebanon as threats to the country's northern border continue. That is from the Israeli Defense Forces. Residents of 28 different communities among the, uh, along the northern border with Lebanon are going to be part of that evacuation. As you know, Hezbollah is operating heavily in Lebanon. So apparently this is going to be more than a multi, this is going to be a multi-front invasion, as it turns out. It looks that way, I should say. The Israeli Defense Force also says that it has killed the head of Hamas's general intelligence. And ABC News is reporting that the Israeli military is ready to go in to Gaza. We will see what happens there. A New York City public school math teacher 
Muhammad Jihand Ahmad, Gotham Tech High School in Queens, has been sharing his views extensively. He is, quote-unquote, pro-Palestinian, but what he says is, he clarified earlier messages, said he wanted to clarify his perspective on the chancellor and the mayor has not changed. He criticized both Mayor Adams and the chancellor, New York's education, for their Zionist stance, and he says the Zionist stance is white supremacist. And it normalizes genocide. He called Israel a settler colony that only exists through terrorism, ethnic cleansing. He went on. There is a lengthy statement from this guy. You can find it in the Daily Mail today. He says, so-called Israel was invented in 1948 through coordinated acts of terrorism to depopulate and ethnically cleanse Palestinian land. For over the past 75 years, so-called Israel has continued to exist through continued dispossession, ethnic cleansing, and incremental genocide. He's a math teacher in Queens. On Saturday... He said, speaking of events, on Saturday, Palestinians from Gaza completed a successful military campaign against the oppressor. He says that mass media has spread unsubstantiated reports of child murder and rape by Palestinians and has elected to obfuscate the reality so-called Israel has laid siege to Gaza for two decades and you only care to discuss and report on it now because white lives are at risk. There's a lot more to this. It goes on. You can catch him, I guess, in math class if you have any questions at the Gotham Tech High School in Queens. By the way, I am not suggesting that, he, uh, that many are saying he needs to be taken out of the school. I am not suggesting that at all. People do have free speech. He's told you very clearly where he stands. Now, let me, before we get to the speaker's race, because there's a lot going on there, there are still more stories coming out of, oh, including this one, and this one I may, wow. Let's just get to it. At least two Iranians on America's terrorist watch list have been caught at the southern border. Since October 1st, U.S. Customs and Border Protection has encountered at least two Iranians at the border who are on the watch list, officially called the Terrorist Screening Database. That's according to Fox News Digital. Two caught at the southern border. The question becomes how many have not been caught, ladies and gentlemen. How many are here now, actually uh, living on the government dime because we give illegal immigrants more money than most people who collect Social Security get. So we've caught two. They're on the terror list. How many more on the terrorists are here in the country that you're paying benefits to? That's the question that I would have. There was 
We will get to the speaker's race. Be patient. Be patient. Can't do everything all at once. Have to take all time. There was a huge election. Why do I say huge? Because typically, you see, leading up to an election year like 2024, if there is a special election and it goes the Democrats' way, all you hear for the next two or three weeks is, the special election did this. It's a bellwether election. This portends bad news for Republicans. Republicans are going to... That is the typical reporting when Democrats win an off-year election or a special election that is in close proximity to the presidential cycle. By that standard, this is huge. And I will get to it, it is also a little underreported. Attorney General Jeff Landry, a Republican backed by former President Donald Trump, has won the Louisiana governor's race, holding off a crowded field of candidates. The win is a major victory for the GOP as they reclaim the governor's mansion for the first time in eight years. Landry will replace the current governor, John Bell Edwards, who was unable to seek re-election. He was term-limited out. Edwards was the only, and is until Landry is sworn in, the only Democrat governor in the deep, the deep, deep South. Today's election says that our state is united, Landry said during his victory speech on Saturday night. It's a wake-up call. It's a message that everyone should hear loud and clear that we, the people in this state, are going to expect more out of our government from here on out. Now, Louisiana has what is called a jungle primary. Not jungle in the way that Joe Biden uses the word jungle when he says he doesn't want his kids to go to that jungle school. It's called a jungle primary because it doesn't matter what party you are, doesn't matter whatever, many people can join in the races they want to, but the winning candidate has to, if, if you're going to be declared outright, you have to get over 50% of the vote, otherwise it goes, otherwise it goes to a runoff. And this race had tons of people running. But yet Landry was able to clear the decks. Now, here's what else is important. He had coattails. And that is being underreported. It's not just that he won outright to become the next governor. He swept in other Republicans. So now their grip on the state legislature is going to increase. This is a huge, I had friends, <clears throat> political operative friends, call me Sunday morning from Louisiana to give me the lowdown. And it is a stunning statewide victory. Normally, as I said, if this were a Democrat race where a Democrat had prevailed this close to it, you'd see it all over 
you, you'd have the pundits out. This this is very bad news for Republicans. This is terrible news. They're going to lose everything. You're not seeing those kind of reports coming from the pundit class proclaiming that Democrats are ducks in the water because they lost so handily in Louisiana. But political insiders, people that study this stuff for a living, know that this is huge and bad, bad news. Yes, we will get to the speaker's stuff. You no doubt have heard by now that the judge in Washington has issued a gag order. It is being called a limited gag order in some quarters, but a gag order nonetheless nonetheless, on President Trump. Now, the Trump campaign has responded saying, look, he's going to talk, he's going to speak his regardless, but this is the federal case. This is the Jack Smith case overseeing the 2020 election subversion case. The judge has imposed a narrow gag order on Donald Trump. It bars him from making statements that target the prosecutors that are targeting him. It bars him from making statements targeting possible witnesses and members of the judge's staff. So in other words, they've insulated themselves, the people that are involved in this this phony case. They're pretty much insulating themselves from from Donald Trump being able to criticize them. Judge Chutkin said there would be no restrictions on statements criticizing the Justice Department generally or statements about Trump's belief that the case is politically motivated, which it is. But Judge Chutkin said that uh, Donald Trump cannot mount a smear campaign against prosecutors and court personnel. Now, isn't that interesting? Anybody here... Raise your hand if you remember. Anybody here remember the Clinton administration and what they did to this little nice, humble prosecutor by the name of Kenneth Starr? Does anybody remember how they smeared Ken Starr, how they held him up? The country had never seen anything like this at the time. They went on total offense and made Ken Starr a villain. Yet you have the judge here saying, oh, no, no. Former president of the United States, yes, we can persecute him, but he can't talk about us. He can't say anything about the way that we're persecuting him. No, no, no. At the end of this process, and this process may take a while, depending on how quickly they get to the verdict that they've already figured out, I believe, 
once they get through playing through the motions and they announce the verdict that they all came up with before this thing even started, my opinion, it'll be interesting to see how long the appeals process goes if indeed it is required. James Golden, most nerdy with you here on WABC, Talk Radio 77. Beatles, on this day, recorded this one at Abbey Road. This one took three takes. Then they went back and added some other vocals and did some overdubs. One day, one song, and it was a hit. 1965, recorded on this day by the Beatles. On WA Beatles C, Boston Early's Rush Hour. Keep it right here. Your calls welcomed, and we'll get to as many as possible. On the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77. Listening to Bo Snerdley's Rush Hour. Birthday today for the Turner. In the Bachman Turner Overdrive. Fred Turner, born 1943 on this day. Any loving's good loving, take what you can get, baby. So many hits from BTO. But this one, this one is unforgettable, right? Gotta love that cowbell. Yep. You know, Diego, I was I heard it as it was going, and I didn't pay attention until you said it. Really cool. Listen, 77 WABC listeners, change in plans. You know, we've been telling you all months that we're doing Back to Blue on October 20th. Scratch the 20th. We're going to do it on October 25th. So 77 WABC Ramsey Mazda are going to back the blue with special programming all day long on October 25th. Special programming all day, October 25th. To all police officers everywhere, we thank you. We honor you, your honor, your dedication, your helping to protect and serve. And we appreciate it. Download the 77 WABC app. Listen all day long. On October 25th, is WABC backs the blue. Okay. No, I have a few other stories before we get to the speaker's race. The speaker's race is heating up. 
things are good. I had a very extensive conversation with Princess Di on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza about the events, and we are in harmony on a lot of this. And if you have missed it, my take on all of it, the Republicans are still coming under fire. There was an article today. Let me see if I can find this headline. I may not be able to find it right now, but there was an article today about how the Senate is flummoxed. The Senate is flummoxed by the lack of leadership in the House. And I said, I posted on Twitter, I said, well, that's good. That makes us even. Because for a long time, I've been flummoxed by the lack of leadership in the Senate. So now we're all even. They think there's a lack of leadership in the House. I think there's a lack of leadership in the Senate. But before we get, and if you want to weigh in on the Speaker's race, before we get there, let's go back overseas for a moment. In Newsweek, they have video, they have uh, satellite images of the photos in Gaza before the Israeli strikes and afterwards. Gaza before and after satellite photos show devastation of Israeli strikes. A video showing satellite imagery of the Gaza Strip before and after. An intensive campaign of airstrikes by the Israeli Air Force has gone viral, showing the extent of the destruction caused to the densely populated Palestinian territory. You know, and and when you look at them, wow, there is a lot of devastation, folks. There's a lot of devastation. To which I would just say, You know, somebody did something over there. Somebody did something. And it caused a war. And so maybe in the future, before somebody does something that would cause a war, that would bring about this kind of devastation, maybe they ought to think about it first. Just maybe, you think? Because it is a lot of devastation, and guess what? There's going to be, apparently, a lot more devastation that's going to happen. War is hell. There's nothing pretty about war. There is nothing that should make people feel good when they look at what happens to human beings and to property in a war. War is ugly. It is hideous. It is necessary at times. So before somebody does something to start a war, they should actually think through what the ramifications of their actions are going to be. WABC Talk Radio 77. A lot more to go. Your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC. Totally welcome. Who's this, Diego? This is Grateful Dead. Friend of the devil. 
Rich's favorite song by them. <laughs> That's why I played it for him. He's not here right now, but yeah. he wishes he would would be. Today is the birthday of Bob Weir, American musician, songwriter, founding member of The Grateful Dead. On WABC Talk Radio 77, coming back, your calls are all part of it. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll be back. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77. Listening to Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. Birthday today for the Turner in the Bachman Turner Overdrive. Fred Turner. Born 1943 on this day. Any love is good love good love take what you can get, baby. So many hits from BTO. But this one, this one is unforgettable, right? Gotta love that cowbell. Yep. You know, Diego, I was I heard it as it was going, and I didn't pay attention until you said it. Really cool. Listen, 77 WABC listeners, change in plans. You know, we've been telling you all months that we're doing Back to Blue on October 20th. Scratch the 20th. We're going to do it on October 25th. So 77 WABC Ramsey Mazda are going to back the blue with special programming all day long on October 25th. Special programming all day, October 25th. To all police officers everywhere, we thank you. We honor you, your honor, your dedication, your helping to protect and serve. We appreciate it. Download the 77 WABC app. Listen all day long. On October 25th, is WABC backs the blue. Okay. No, I have a few other stories before we get to the speaker's race. The speaker's race is heating up. Things are good. I had a very extensive conversation with Princess Di on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza about the events, and we are in harmony on a lot of this. And if you have missed it, my take on all of it, the Republicans are still coming under fire. There was an article today. Let me see if I can find this headline. I may not be able to find it right now, but there was an article today about how the Senate is flummoxed. The Senate is flummoxed by the lack of leadership in the House. And I said, I posted on Twitter, I said, well, that's good. That makes us even. Because for a long time, I've been flummoxed by the lack of leadership in the Senate. So now we're all even. They think there's a lack of leadership in the House. I think there's a lack of leadership in the Senate. 
But before we get, and if you want to weigh in on the speaker's race, before we get there, let's go back overseas for a moment. In Newsweek, they have video, they have uh, satellite images of the photos in Gaza before the Israeli strikes and afterwards. Gaza before and after satellite photos show devastation of Israeli strikes. A video showing satellite imagery of the Gaza Strip before and after. An intensive campaign of airstrikes by the Israeli Air Force has gone viral, showing the extent of the destruction caused to the densely populated Palestinian territory. You know, and and when you look at them, wow, there is a lot of devastation, folks. There's a lot of devastation. To which I would just say, you know, somebody did something over there. Somebody did something. And it caused a war. And so maybe in the future, before somebody does something that would cause a war, that would bring about this kind of devastation, maybe they ought to think about it first. Just maybe, you think? Because it is a lot of devastation, and guess what? There's going to be, apparently, a lot more devastation that's going to happen. War is hell. There's nothing pretty about war. There is nothing that should make people feel good when they look at what happens to human beings and to property in a war. War is ugly. It is hideous. It is necessary at times. So before somebody does something to start a war, they should actually think through what the ramifications of their actions are going to be. WABC Talk Radio 77. A lot more to go. Your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC. Totally welcome. Who's this, Diego? This is Grateful Dead. Friend of the Devil. Rich's favorite song by them. <laughs> That's why I played it for him. He's not here right now, but yeah. he wishes he would would be. Today is the birthday of Bob Weir. American musician, songwriter, founding member of The Grateful Dead. On WABC Talk Radio 77, coming back, your calls are all part of it. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll be back. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Nineteen seventy six. 
Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder's double album set goes to number one on the U.S. album chart. So many hits on this record. In fact, this was one of the few double records I could listen to both sides of every record. Pastime Paradise. Sir Duke. Of course, Coolio did his thing with this one, and it's still being sampled so many other places. And I Wish, Isn't She Lovely? One of my good friends, um, if you listen to the long version of uh, Isn't She Lovely, you hear Stevie talking with his uh, baby, Aisha, who was on tour with him. Aisha, oh, she has a beautiful voice. Aisha goes with him out on tour now. She's grown and sings. One of my friends actually recorded that bit with Aisha and the family at uh, Stevie's place. Yeah, Fountain Jones did a lot of work on this album, too. And this one, of course, I Wish. Stevie Wonder. And what many people regard as his genius masterpiece, Songs in the Key of Life album. I say Stevie still has another one in it. Never counted out. Maybe the biggest is still to come. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, he's an amazing musician, amazing composer, amazing singer, performer. All right. There, people are waiting. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Let's start with Jimmy in Brooklyn. Make it quick, Jimmy. Oops, Jimmy dropped off. Joanne in Westchester. How are you? How are you, Joanne? I'm fine. I'm Fombo, and I love your music and, and everything about it. So I won't go into that again because I have to be quick. One statement, and it's about Donald Trump and, and th- slapping that uh, nonsense on him where he has to keep his mouth shut. I think it is horrendous. Can't we stop that? What do we do? That one guy with his smirk, that one judge, and that smirk that he put on because he, you know, well, I just I can't even get over this. That's possible in this day I, and age. It, it is hard for people to believe, especially with what we have experienced in this country. As I mentioned, the way that they took after Kenneth Starr, all of a sudden now, oh, he's not allowed to talk about the prosecutor, not allowed to smear, quote unquote, the prosecutors. Really, Democrats have one rule for themselves and one rule for everyone else. Joanne, you have nailed it. Russ in White Plains, you are up next. What's hey, on your hey. mind this afternoon? Hey. Hey. Rush came up with that term, Democrat Wars, a long time ago, and I, I really didn't believe it, but now I know it's true. To Tom in the Bronx, 1948, they were partitioning Korea, Vietnam, Israel. It was a way for the military-industrial complex to have forever conflicts, Democrat Wars. But what I want to ask you, James, do you think most people in the United States support this Attica-style invasion of Gaza? Well, number one, I do not consider it to be an Attica-style invasion of Gaza. And I will tell you again, when some people do something, to quote Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, when somebody does something, they ought to be aware that there are consequences. This is not happening out of the blue. This is not happening in a void. All this is happening in response to the horrific nature of, of this terrorist attack that Israel endured. Now, as for public opinion, we shall see. A long time ago, I would have been able to tell you what the public opinion was, because most, but these days, everything is so fragmented. We'll see. 
Sarah in Long Island, you're up next. Hi, 1948, Israel was established, um, and the gentleman said, why didn't Israel? Israel was attacked by all the Arab countries as soon as it was called a nation. That's my one point. Second point, as far as peace over there, when the slogans are used from the, ocean, from the river to the sea, which means they want all of Israel not living side by side with Jews, and when they start loving their children more than their hatred of the Jewish state, then perhaps there will be freedom. And the one, my, my last point on colleges and campuses where they're screaming these slogans and showing pictures of the gliders and, and in solidarity with it, it just shows you how higher education has been kidnapped by radical, Islamic, fundamentalists who, who are indoctrinating our children in colleges. Well okay. said, Sarah. Very well said. Dolores, time is running out. Can you do it quickly or can we have to get back with you tomorrow? All right. Listen, I don't know who needs to hear this, but with all this going on, everyone still has to maintain their own health. They have to eat real food. This is what you can do. You cannot control everything going around the world, but if you control your own life with good food, health, and exercise, we will all get through this together. Love you, Dolores. Thank you for that very positive way to end the program today. May God bless, protect each and every single one of you your family, your loved ones, especially in these trying times. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Do it again at 4 p.m. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.